from WNIJ Studios on the campus of Northern Illinois University, you're listening to Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. Thanks for joining me. Tonight we feature the music of Trinidora Rocks. Trinidora Rocks is a Rockford group made up of guitarist and vocalist Ron Holm, Janny Nelson singing, playing keyboards, and whatever she can get her hands on, John Bischoff playing guitar, and Tim Austin on drums. Trinidora Rocks has also performed under the name Between Planes. They stay plenty busy with gigs, sometimes playing cover tunes, sometimes originals, sometimes a mix of both. They've got some recordings out, which we'll talk about this hour, and we'll also talk with the band about staying busy around the Rockford area and their favorite city landmarks. Catch a smile on the Whitman Street Bridge. <laughs> it's Trinidora Rocks this hour on Sessions from Studio A. Stay tuned. Welcome to Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. We're featuring the music of Trinidora Rocks on the show this hour. They're a group from Rockford that stays pretty busy playing lots of events around the Rockford area. We'll have them introduce themselves in just a minute, and we'll get to talking about songwriting, albums, all sorts of stuff. It's all coming up this hour. Stick around. We'll start things off, as usual, with some music. This is Trinidora Rocks performing the song Thorn in My Heart here on Sessions from Studio A. There's a thorn in my heart Where my baby used to breathe There's a thorn in my heart Where my baby used to be There's a tear Oh, I can see 
That's Trinidora Rocks performing Thorn in My Heart here on Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, and we'll let Trinidora Rocks introduce themselves. Who are you guys? Uh, Tim Austin, uh, drums, vocals, sometimes guitar, sometimes uh, harmonica. Janie Nelson, uh, vocals, piano, ocarina, concertina, sometimes penny whistle, sometimes foot percussion. Ron Holm, uh, guitar and harmonica, vocals, and a little synthesized bass. Uh, John Bischoff, uh, basically just guitar. All right. Well, now give our audience kind of a history. I know there's a lot of history here with this group, but uh, give us kind of a boiled down history of Trinidora Rocks. Oh, gracious. (laughs) John and I worked together uh, multiple decades ago, as I euphemistically say, in a band called Emery Christensen. And we recorded for a kind of a seminal uh, label called Mountain Railroad Records. Uh, we didn't quite hit it, but a guy named Butch Vig, who went on to uh, produce a Nirvana album, was on that label, as was Greg Brown, uh, an amazing composer of contemporary and uh, kind of classic, folky-sounding songs. Uh, the uh, that We had a band, we recorded for them, and uh, we've been in contact ever since. And this is the current iteration of what we do. John emailed me about six years ago and attached an MP3 file of a recording we made. And it kind of got me all excited to do a reunion concert, and we did that. If I can interrupt and add that um, I came into the picture. This is Janie speaking. (laughs) I came into the picture when I started working as a music director at a church, and Ron sang in my choir. And we started doing some special music together uh, for the church. And then Ron asked me to sing um, and sing some backups and play some piano on one of the concerts that, that he was doing with John and some other people. And so then we started doing some music together. Kind of that's how I got involved in it, started uh, playing more and more. Yes, and initially we invited you to join the band and you said no. Because you were too busy. I was too busy, yes. I was teaching piano um, and at the music academy. And I was um, I had just taken the job as the music director at the church. And I was, what else was I doing at that time? I don't know what I was thinking. I wasn't that busy. <laughs> and and Tim uh, joined us because we, we did some acu- many acoustic gigs as a trio. And we also did some rock and roll gigs with drummers, and Tim was available and sat in with us one time, and then there was another time that he was available, and then the chemistry was just such that it was just perfect match, and we're delighted every time we get to play as a quartet. Mm-hmm. And when we did that reunion, we did get most of the guys that were in the original band, Chuck Sweeney on keyboards and uh, Ron Sunday on drums, but we'd had a lot of songs that uh, we started recording, but we never got around to recording them. Mm-hmm. And so this was like 30 years later, we got back into the studio and recorded those songs that we hadn't done yet that were half half done. And uh, we wrote a bunch more. And that uh, is the album. It's called Between Planes, the name we were using for a while. And uh, it's got the bicycle and the tree in the front. All right, so tell us about that song we just heard you play, Thorn in My Heart. Well, we were uh, preparing to play a gig at a venue, and um, we thought we were going to be able to play covers, a few originals, things like that. Um, And this was just Ron and I. And uh, about, uh, I think, the week of the gig, at the beginning of the week, we found out that we needed to play all originals Mm. because of a BMI licensing or ASCAP or BMI. And so um, we, Ron knows many, many originals. And at that point, I didn't know all of his originals yet. I hadn't learned them. Um, I still haven't learned all of them, but I've learned most of them, I think. <laughs> I haven't either. <laughs> I just write them. <laughs> and, so, and so we uh, wanted to 
kind of beef up our original repertoire. And so we, um, you know, Ron said, well, let's write a, bru a blues tune for you to sing. And so um, we took a blues chord progression. Ron wrote the words to it. And I wrote the melody. And, that's... and that great break that goes, there's a thorn in my heart. Boom, boom. That's yours. Yeah. That was your little yeah. hook for yeah. that song. Yeah, thank you. Nobody writes blues. I'm not sure anybody really totally writes anything because we're all in this musical melting pot and all these concepts are floating around and we right. just kind of pull them out of the environment. Right. That's especially true with blues. Right. But uh, then and again, the, uh, the people that created the blues sound that we have today when they moved up from Mississippi and came up to Chicago, uh, they copywrote some of those songs. So I guess we can too, yeah. even though they have 12 bars or eight bars, mm -hmm. depending on which well, style you're doing. I think, I think the, the words are completely original and the, yeah, the, the melody's original. And um, when we say write, it's figurative speech as well, because we don't write anything down. We write words and chords and everything else just kind of gets made up and, and remembered in your head. I keyboard way. a few. On my computer. That's as close to writing as I get. <laughs> yeah. So that that's pretty much the story of Thorn in My Heart. Mm -hmm. Well, that's great. Uh, let's hear another one. The next one on your set list here is Just Rolling Along. Tell us about this song. That's John's composition. That is a totally autobiographical song. When I was a kid, I was about 12 years old. The biggest thing was cowboys and cowboy movies. And, you know, People would say, what are you going to be when you grow up? And I'm going to be a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't look like a cowboy. Well, no, but uh, so, you know, I dressed in it. My pajamas were cowboys. Uh, uh, I had my six shooters and my holsters and my boots. And uh, the uh, thing was, when I kind of did grow up, I realized there weren't any cowboys anymore. <laughs> if there ever were, there weren't ever really cowboys like we saw in the movies. So this song is about a guy that believes in it when he's a, a kid and grows up and has to face the reality of uh, the fact that he's not going to be a cowboy, so he sings cowboy songs, <laughs> writes songs, and learns to play guitar. Now, I have several more verses where he uh, actually gets famous and writes a bunch of songs. I didn't know that. Yeah, but I left those off. I thought Thank it was... goodness you did. I can barely remember all the ones you put in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the other the other inspiration for that is uh, the, the chorus is very much like tumbling tumbleweeds. It's taken right off of that. Sons of the Pioneers. Right? Sons of the Pioneers, right. And that's why we put four-part harmony with a bass in it. And, <laughs> yeah. and the harmonica sounds like we're sitting around a campfire. All right, well, let's hear it. This is Trina Dora Rocks performing Just Rolling Along here on Sessions from Studio A. comes another cowboy song on the radio 84 tracks the signal process digital stereo back when I spun my 45 so many years ago I never dreamed that country music would stray so far from home yeah I believed in Roy and Gene and happy trails to you when they asked me what I dreamed of being when I grew I said I want to be a rolling cowboy Shooting rope just like those guys I seen But they were only pictures on my TV screen So I bought the hats and cowboy boots Even rode them old school my friends all said that was pretty square, but I thought it was cool. A few years on, I bought a guitar, learned to play it too. Now 
I'm singing those old cowboy songs I even wrote a few And you can see me rolling along Getting by on a piano song Rolling along Just rolling along Took a trip out west to see the land that I love so. But there were super highways and billboard signs and city lights aglow. It was a far cry from the range I dreamed of riding long ago. Now it's pickup truck, not Palominos. Everywhere you go, but you can see. Dora Rocks performing Just Rolling Along here on Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. Make sure to check out behind-the-scenes video from Trinidora Rocks' performance. That's at our website, wnij.org. And while you're there, browse through the Sessions from Studio A archives. Plenty of great regional artists there. Maybe your next favorite artist is in the Sessions from Studio A archives. Again, that's at wnij.org. More music to come this hour when our session with Trinidora Rocks continues here on Sessions from Studio A. Welcome back to Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. We're featuring the music of Trinidora Rocks on the show tonight, and we've heard them perform a couple of tunes for us here in Studio A. We'll get to some more music in just a moment. Guys, the next song on your set list here is Should I Say It? Tell us about this one. That is literally uh, inspired by a picture of a 12-year-old nerdy Roy Orbison standing in front of a barn with a model airplane in his hand. And I think anybody that saw that picture when Roy was 12 or saw Roy standing like that when he was 12 would never have predicted that he would become a, a rock and roll icon. And we... That that was sort of the uh, the gel uh, of the concept. There are some other concepts that went into the song, but the concept overall is Roy in that state um, encountering a very attractive age mate. Maybe it was school, maybe it was a store, and uh, they're friends but he wants to take it to the next level and he wonders what would happen if he told her that he was in love with her and she's wondering the same thing because <laughs> she likes him and we there there isn't exactly anything in the song that's precisely like Roy used but some of the pulsating rhythms and the uh, sort of operatic uh, vocal interplay is reminiscent of uh, some of the things that that Roy did. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't think Roy ever used ocarina in any of his well, songs that's true. either. <laughs> we've we've I play the ocarina, so we um, put a little ocarina um, introduction and solo in that song just to 
give it our personal stamp, I guess. Yeah, that's good. Good point. I had forgotten that we did that. All right. Well, that's the first ocarina that we've had in Studio A here. Let's hear the tune. This is Trinidora Rocks performing Should I Say It here on Sessions from Studio A. Should I say it If I tell you how I feel When you begin to shy away Do you know it Is a love I try to hide So strong you see it anyway Every time that your eyes meet mine I can feel my heart race If I touched you, would you decline? Or would you share embrace? Should I say Trinidora Rocks performing Should I Say It? That's an original that was inspired by a photo of a young Roy Orbison. You can hear some of that influence in there. I'm Carl Nelson, your host, and we've got another song coming up here. The next one on your set list is called Rolling Home to Rockford. Guys, tell us about this one. Oh, that was fun. Uh, <laughs> I think we, I think it was Chuck Sweeney that put me up to that. He uh, phoned me. At the time, I was a project engineer on a construction site. I was at work. I had a construction trailer. And he called me in my field office and said, see if you can write a song about somebody rolling. Some, I think he might have said some truck driver who likes Rockford. And uh, coincidentally, there was a songwriting contest, write a song about Rockford. Uh, so, so I, that was the genesis and, uh, I, it was lunchtime. I just sat down and in your construction, in trailer. my construction trailer and the con- Chuck got it going. And within about 15 minutes, that song was done. Uh, and then we played it as a band. Uh, we also entered it in the context contest. We were in the middle of recording our first album. Oh, that's right. And that's how it happened to be because these people, that, uh, it was the Chamber of Commerce of Rockford actually said, uh, you can win like 10 hours of free recording yeah. time. Oh, great. We can finish our album. <laughs> <laughs> and we did. Yeah. Well, it was, there were several songs they, uh, they liked and they uh, decided to uh, divide or gave there were several winners and we won. We, we, we won like third place or something. We had another song on the album too. Oh yes, oh, it's all in Rockford. It was a parody. <laughs> it was. And I won't tell you what I sang at the end, but I scattered in, in, uh, some things like. No, I can't. I, I better not do this because I might say those words. I say. Well, let's just tell them this song actually started out as a comedy song called "Buy This Record." Oh, that's right. <laughs> 
and it was supposed to be the world's most annoying, most commercial song. And the chorus was just, buy this record, buy, buy this record. record, buy this record. Then they had a nice tag, buy it, buy it, right. <laughs> And so somehow we, we morphed it into buy this Rockford or something like that. Well, yeah, we had it already recorded. And so we, we just changed the words. It, it was like one of the first uses of a little drum, electronic drum box, too. Before they had anything like they have. <laughs> you sure you want to interview us? <laughs> this is crazy. I had forgotten all this stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you wanted to mention the, the parody on Rolling Home to Rockford. Oh, which that was, was called Hiding Out in Rockford. Yes, when the uh, Wisconsin legislators came down and uh, hung out at the Clock Tower Inn. That was as that was as close we as we came to a national brush with with fame. Yeah. We we. Uh, recorded the words over the soundtrack no actually we re-recorded i think we re-recorded it but it was about hiding out in rockford from the perspective of one of the senators i believe yeah and it got some airtime on some uh major well we caught a video my son did a video it's of it great and uh, it is on youtube put on youtube and we got within a couple of weeks twenty thousand hits on it <laughs> It has a lot of scenes from Rockford, a lot of beautiful Oh, yeah, the video scenes. was great. It's still there. <laughs> yes, folks, if you hear this, go find Hiding Out in Rockford. Google it. You'll be amazed. <laughs> and then the album, the, the album that actually we ended up being on, there were 12 songs about Rockford from all these groups, and boy, were they hokey. So hokey that, in fact, David Letterman showed the album one time on his show. <laughs> <laughs> and played one of the songs. <laughs> oh, not ours, though. <laughs> not ours, but it was, I don't know, the magic of Rockford. Oh, there was one. There was one that went, take a, take a shot, this town's a target, number yeah. one in the city market. Catch a smile on the Whitman Street Bridge. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, let's hear the song. Uh, this is Trinidora Rocks performing Rolling Home to Rockford here on sessions from Studio A. Rolling home to Rockford in the state of Illinois. I'm a nomad rider as a trucker I'm employed. Been across this USA from shore to shore Shore and I made a seaport run. See no New York City lights and I feel the southern rain. My first love is my hometown. Now I'm rolling home again. I can hardly wait to see that old Rock River roll. See those homes and factories and parks along the shore. See those big old Special city on the great Midwestern plain, the heartland of this USA, between the fields of grain. Rockers life is a rolling way, and I'll be never, never, never settled down. But no matter where I roll, the heart's in my hometown. Yeah, I can hardly wait to see that old Rock River roll. See those homes and 
Trinidora Rocks performing Rolling Home to Rockford here on Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. You guys are going to do another one for us here. This one is a cover, actually. This is a Patsy Cline tune, Sweet Dreams. Tell us about this one. Why do you guys do this one? Well, for several reasons, uh, but there are two I think I could put in a nutshell. Um, Janie grew up listening to music by Patsy and her contemporaries. Her parents loved that music and sort of filled her mind with it. And in the process of performing together and playing music of that, of a variety of styles, but allowing her the freedom to pursue that, she has just found her voice um, singing those amazing, iconic Patsy songs. So that's one reason. It's the way Janie sings them. And the other is that I think of all the amazing songs that Patsy recorded, that one just distills the emotion that she could package into her voice and convey to to right. a listener. And that is one that uh, was on her final recording session before um, she died in the plane crash in 1963. So it just kind of, it kind of has that... Um, significance of being one of the last songs that she recorded and it wasn't released until after her death so it's just kind of a special song it's my favorite patsy song yeah because we did that because we decided to record an album of patsy klein and and hank williams and that's when Janie really started listening closely mm -hmm. to patsy klein Yep. We laid down vocals, and then she'd come in the next week and say, "Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna, tw I'm gonna tweak this little ending mm. of this line." Yes, I'm... she. But we were glad she did because it came out great. Yeah. All right, let's hear it. This is Trinidora Rocks performing a cover of Patsy Cline's "Sweet Dreams" here on Sessions from Studio A. Sweet Thank you. 
performing a cover of the Patsy Cline tune, Sweet Dreams, here on Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. More music to come. Make sure you check out behind-the-scenes video from Trinidora Rock's performance in Studio A. That's at our website, wnij.org, and browse around while you're there. Plenty of other great regional artists, maybe your next favorite artist, in the Sessions from Studio A archives. Again, that's at wnij.org. As I said, more music to come this hour when our session with Trinidora Rocks continues right here on Sessions from Studio A. Welcome back to Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. We are featuring the music of Rockford-based group Trinidora Rocks. They've been performing some songs for us here in Studio A. They're going to do another one for us. The next one you guys are going to do is called Your Spirit is the Tide. Tell us about this one. That goes back to uh, the original Emory Christensen band. And I composed it from the perspective of the, the uh, significant other of a friend I had who uh, was bipolar. And he was a great guy, but very mercurial. And uh, it was as though a spirit not unlike a tide, was pulling him up and pulling him down. And uh, I looked at it from a musical perspective that was more of a hard-driving rock. And we were at a rehearsal, and our bass player, I believe it was our bass player, Mm -hmm. Rick Kellett, said something to the effect, I hear reggae here. And We've embellished on the riff that he created, but the one, the thing that went da 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 that was his idea. And uh, we started playing it and let it evolve a little bit. And it, uh, it feels very comfortable to us as a reggae tune. And it allows some kind of fun things. It allows the bass to do a little soloing. It allows us to put the ocarina in on that little riff. It allows Jandy to play her um, virtual st- steel yeah. drums. Steel drums <laughs> and electric piano. It's fun for drummers. Tim gets to play some. Tim's just great with reggae, and it, mm-hmm. we love the way he strides with it. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, and John has interpreted the guitar, I think, kind of several times over the years, and I love where he's got it now. Mm-hmm. That's the song. All right, this is Trinidora Rocks performing Your Spirit is the Tide here on Sessions from Studio A. When you were a soldier, your ways were all too certain. Now you are a drifter And I've lost you to the ocean Renegade with broken dreams You left me for no reason Now you're coming back again To stay another season Your spirit is the tide And the moon is your master You swell with your desire And the night draws you
Your spirit is the tide And the moon is your master You swell with your desire And the night draws you higher And Take me like a thief And you leave me with your children Trinidora Rocks performing Your Spirit is the Tide here on Sessions from Studio A. Next song on the set list is Your Voice Once Again. Tell us about this one. That's, um, the I believe, the only time in my life where um, writing a song was... Uh, they talk about the muse and things that happen to songwriters that they absolutely cannot explain and I woke up one Sunday morning in a dream it was a very intense dream and it was at once a beautiful dream and a a nightmare because it was beautiful because I, I met Roy Orbison and I was I had an opportunity to sing something for me and I woke up in in a state of utter panic because I didn't have a song to sing for Roy Orbison <laughs> <laughs> And then I went uh, almost instantly to my keyboard, computer keyboard, and started typing out lyrics. And, this, that's, and the song was done. Go figure. <laughs> A flash of inspiration. All right, let's hear it. This is Trinidad Rocks with your voice once again here on Sessions from Studio A. Oh, oh. 
performing your voice once again here on Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. We've got time for one more song. We'll go out this hour with Like the Waters of a Bayou. This is Trinidor Rocks here on Sessions from Studio A. Rocks performing Like the Waters of a Bayou here on Sessions from Studio A. Trinidora Rocks was recorded in Studio A at WNIJ Studios in DeKalb. You can find a link to the music of Trinidora Rocks on our website. That's WNIJ.org. While you're there, check out some behind-the-scenes video from their performance in Studio A. And, hey, browse the archives. There are plenty of other great regional artists that you'll find there. Maybe even your next favorite artist is there among the sessions from Studio A archives, and that's all at WNIJ.org. Sessions from Studio A was produced and hosted by yours truly. I'm Carl Nelson. Thanks for joining me. Keep up with what's going on in Studio A by following us on Instagram. 
Find us at Sessions WNIJ. And of course, we are always looking for the next artist to feature on the show. Send those submissions and suggestions to sessions at niu.edu. Until next time, this is Sessions from Studio A. Thanks for listening. Running on to Rockford.